Welcome to the Two Mutts Podcast, presented by Biosteel. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. Welcome back to the Two Months Podcast presented by BioSteel and powered by Go Goat Sports. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. Tonight, I got Clay Vanderham with me. Vandy, how's it going? Vandy is dandy. Well, fans, we're, we're in one. Um, buckle down. <laughs> buckle down, eh, Vandy? Yep. All yep. Right. And uh, we also got Phil Stockley with us. Phil, how's it going? i going pretty good. You know, uh, just really enjoying watching some uh, stress-free playoff hockey. Just having a go at it, right? So, Vandy, yeah. what's, your, what's your thoughts of what you've seen into the playoffs to uh, to date as we record this late Sunday night? Uh, well, I, yeah, I mean, playoffs in general, it's, it, you know, I've, I, I said it last time. It takes usually takes me a couple – days couple games to really get into it but now you're you know you're into three games three and four most series so you're you're seeing the play even elevate that much and you know you got everything from key injuries at at bad times to you know fans blaming the refs for everything and and it's it's insanity and now you know you've got you know, you've got on one hand, you got Boston who has two main players out and, and they're up three to one in their series. And then they're questioning whether they should even bring these guys back just because the other guy, they got that much depth. And here on the LA King side, we're seeing tonight the first period. Uh, you've got a guy returning that just adds another element to that line and makes them even more dangerous whereas i don't know if i when i said we're in one oil fans we are like i don't know if we have the depth to keep up with that line granted they're gonna you know they're running on adrenaline right now but i mean it's it's gonna be tough yeah um starting to sound like boss school the other night there vandy no i mean i'm not i mean i'm not (laughs) negative i'm uh, maybe i I, I sound like it but yeah bosco was fucking i was off off the rocker so (laughs) here's what you're seeing and and you're seeing a a very a veteran 
health, a healthy veteran laden team. I don't know how healthy the LA Kings were last year. Maybe they didn't have the goaltending that they got this year. And by them getting Corpusalo, stealing Corpusalo out of Columbus. <laughs> and Garber I mean, you, you, you know, you're getting timely saves. We're, we're in for it. We got to, we got our work cut off. For oh, what a goal. Holy two nothing okay. Kings. Arvidsson okay. just danced, just danced. Vincent DeHarnay. Unreal. What a well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you boys too. So I know Bosco and I have kind of talked off, off just like yeah. uh, during the day or whatever. But uh, maybe I could ask you this, Vandy. Like, how how do you think the Oilers are lacking some veteran presence in their locker room? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, we knew that. Everybody knew that. I mean, this series isn't over. This game isn't over. No, but no, there's a the lot of hockey left. But. I mean, you're just you're watching, um, a, a you know, a veteran laden team, and and uh, you know, over the text, we saw the comment or that paragraph, whatever the hell it was, about how Tampa Bay's playing the referees, and look, these guys, this isn't their first rodeo. They're they've been they know how to manipulate, and Arvidsson maybe is taking it. Well, not maybe he is taking it to the umpth degree. Yeah. But they know how to manipulate referees and without without making it obvious and and look, it's yeah. happening. I mean, we're you know, I look at Leon's penalty uh last game. You don't need to do that, man. You got all the mo, all mo's on your side, and then you go and do that and you give them an opportunity to get back in the game. Yeah, Rob Brown talking. Yeah, it just kind of feels like the it just kind of feels like the the Oilers had are having a really, really tough time composing themselves. Even I think back to like game one and when, you know, you've got any like little call and the Oilers are right up in the ref's face. Um, so like, that's what I mean by like, no, no veteran presence to be like, stop doing that. Calm Just the play the game. Yeah. 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 And I said it, I said it in the group chat. I feel like the Oilers play their game. They win, but the, the Kings obviously have them off their game right now. What do you what do you think, Bosco? Uh, another weak call. Um, so Kings are going to the power play. That was a bit of a weak call in a two nothing game. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be calling that. So that's a that's a that's a rough one. Kings going to the power play with two forty four left in the first period. Um, I think in general, I think it, even Marcus Foligno said it tonight. He had two calls against him in his uh, his game, and he called it complete bullshit. Um, and those are the same refs, the same four officials, linesmen and and referees that did this game uh, in L.A. the other night. And they blew that call with the high stick on this on the overtime. Let, um, let me ask you something. How, how yeah. many refs are there in the NHL? Ref, so, referees. Ref, referees. Uh, they're so you can probably do it by math. Like I'm bad at math, but each referee gets 78 games a year. So out of 82 and you think, I, I think it's, I think it's almost, you know, maybe, maybe around. I'm, I'm getting 35 when I just looked it up. Yeah. Is that okay? That, okay. So, so here, I, and correct me if I'm wrong. Three these no, guys bounce three from series to, these, oh, these guys bounce from series to series, right? Yeah. 
what's the problem with with sticking with a set group so you get a series supervisor who stays with you the whole time um but in general you make a good point there vandy it's never really been talked about it's probably a question we could ask some of the people inside the know but like if you get four guys and they do or even eight guys and and you're mixing back and forth and i don't know if that happens now or not i don't pay that close attention to it but at least they get when you when you get into games four and and from you know deciding games on the standard stays the same right yeah and 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 you know these guys can talk and oh here's what's happening you know you got yeah kane Kane and and doubt even going at each other for four games so just watch that stuff you know what i mean I, i don't know i and again i don't follow it enough but i don't know i'm trying to think diplomatically here but look at the end of the day the refs are not the reason why the others are down two yeah. to one and down three nothing yeah. in this series yeah um it, yeah it is what I, it is so so phil what's your thoughts on what you've seen so far in a hole from the playoffs and we'll kind of get back to the orders here um i know we're uh we're still on track with the theme here and obviously as we record yeah this is on but what did you what have you thought from what you saw from pretty much every series that you've watched so far it's been it's been pretty fun but the the thing that just like drives me nuts and i know we've just been talking about it and we were talking about it earlier is i just feel like officiating's kind of taken a front seat in this playoffs yeah and you know whether you're the like in I I don't know is there any series out there where there hasn't been complaints about the refing? So like my question is like what are yeah every series has seen it yep I agree yeah so it's like it's like what are the refs being told right yeah because like these refs are these refs are it's not like they're gonna be terrible on purpose they're 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 trying to ref their way to the NHL finals, right? Just like these teams are trying to play their way to the NHL finals. So so this is the playoffs for them too. Not every ref that was doing every game all year got this. So every obviously there's an assignment that they get. They get a report card after every game. Um, man, Fiala is uh, he has made a big impact and difference in this series um, so far, um, and it's only a period in, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to kind of see because in that situation, you know, you're 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 rewarded for your great work during the the seventy eight games you get throughout the year, and then it transitions over to 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 this year, and and uh, and then as the playoffs go on, obviously there's less teams, so there's less officials. Uh, Jason Greger put it out. He thinks the officials that did the LA game or their game the other night, and they did the Stars Wild game. He doesn't think they'll go on to the next round at all just because it's been some pretty bad calls with those officials in the last two games that is obvious. But, uh, you know what, I th- at the end of the day, I think there's some veteran presence. Like, um, you know, we're we're seeing what, what happens. This uh, Crypto.com Arena is, uh, is off the hook. We'll see if uh, Skinner starts the second period or if Jack Campbell does um, um, right now. Let's see if there's changing momentum of that. It's not on Skinner <laughs> right now, but... Um, just that gives you a different momentum of something in the series. But uh, yeah, I think in general, like, you know, it's, it's tough to see what's going on with the, with the officiating, you know, Dom decision from the athletic put out a great article about how bad it is. And this is not just this year. Now 
I don't did you guys get a chance to listen to Rod Brendamore on Elliot Friedman's podcast of what his theory is and how the how we could fix this going forward? If it's done right the first time, you don't have to redo it. If you get Pete's concrete to pour your driveway, you don't need a repeat. When your patio is a PDO, you don't need a repeat. When Pete's concrete fixes your sidewalk, all it takes is once. You don't need a repeat. And if your basement leaks, a Pete's repair helps avoid a repeat. Get it done right the first time, with the colors and textures you want, so you don't have to redo it. For concrete, you can choose Pete's or repeats. Pete's Concrete. This public service announcement is brought to you by our friends at CDN. Here's a crazy thought. Not all teamwear needs a team logo. Stand out in the crowd and rep your team colors with one of CDN's hockey hats. Listen, these hats are phenomenal. We just got ours a little while ago and we've been wearing them nonstop. You know when you find a hat you love and you just can't take it off? Yep, that's how we feel with our CDN hat. Every time we wear it out, we get asked, where did you get that hat? I know what you're thinking. How can I get one? Cue the details. Shop online 24-7 at www.wearecdn.ca and use the promo code 2MUTS for 15% off your order. Again, that's www.wearecdn.ca to get your new favorite hat and use the discount code 2MUTS at checkout for 15% off your order. Now back to the show. The Two Months Podcast is presented by BioStill. Use promo code 2MUTSPOD25, that's 2MUTSPOD25, all capitals, to get 25% off your order at checkout when you go to biostill.ca. Also, the Two Months Podcast is presented by SeatGeek. Use promo code 2MUTSPOD, all capitals, that's 2MUTSPOD, to get $20 off your purchase at checkout. We interrupt the Two Mutts podcast to bring you some breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a fresh shave to a beard trim, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using code 2MUTS for 20% off and free shipping. Listen, I'm a real lazy guy. I hate shaving every day. Ask my wife. I leave thousands and thousands of little stubble in the sink. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard. Say goodbye to all your stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixin' faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right. Face grooming does not need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof, so you can please your wife and shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. 
The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. This kit does not end there, though. They have created four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-trim care. First, beard shampoo and conditioner, then beard oil, and finally, beard balm. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts. A beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code 2MUTS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code 2MUTS. Manscaped. Beard hedger. One stroke. One guard. 20 lengths. The Two Mutts Podcast is brought to you by Free Bars, and Free Bars are arguably the best tasting energy bar. You might have heard Free Bars on the podcast before, and maybe you've tried them at Edmonton's most popular farmers markets. Free Bars focus on three main things for their bars. One, Free Bars are free of priority allergens, including peanuts, nuts, dairy, eggs, gluten, and soy. Second, Free Bars taste great. I was talking to Luke, the man behind Free Bars, and the comments they get while sampling is always positive. Everyone loves how they taste. Three, they are full of healthy and whole ingredients, nothing artificial and no preservatives. Free Bars are made right here in Edmonton and they are quickly popping up in stores around the city. Free Bars use a mixture of hemp hearts, honey, and gluten-free oats as their base. And then there are the three flavors, chocolate chip, mint chocolate chip, and the popular coconut. Free Bar's list of ingredients is short. Like in the coconut, there's just hemp hearts, honey, gluten-free oats, shredded coconut, and coconut oil. That's it. As school gets back into the swing of things and hockey season starts, parents and kids are bringing Free Bar's to the rink as a healthy, delicious snack. Want to try? Listeners of this podcast will get 20% off with the promo code 2MUTS. That's one word, 2MUTS, and the discount will be applied at checkout. Learn more about Free Bars by visiting us at Strathcona's Farmer's Market, Bountiful Farmer's Market, and St. Albert Farmer's Market, or online at freebars.ca. Want to pick it up at the store? Check out freebars.ca for a full list of our realtors. Don't forget the promo code two months and have arguably the best tasting energy bar today. That's free bars. No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, Yeah. So Cole's notes of it. He was saying uh, he approached this about five years ago. He would like to see two less officials on the ice. So you have a linesman or whatever. You have a linesman and a referee in the penalty box. So if there's a skirmish or anything like that, they can run out and help out. But you have kind of what you were talking about earlier, Levani, is like you have a linesman and that guy drops the puck the whole entire game. So it's not this guy's different than this guy. So you get the same standard of how you drop the puck throughout the whole game. So you're not kicking guys out and all that stuff. Um, And then obviously he has the official on the ice who makes the calls, but the official in the penalty box is quickly because these, he says with the iPads and the stuff that they're getting on the ice, they're getting it within five seconds of it happening. So if they hit the post within five seconds, it's on an iPad for the, the player or the coach or someone to see. 
the replay of it. So he's like, if the way to get the calls right is that official that's in the penalty box is relaying to the official on the ice. No, nope, that's a call. Yes, that's a call. That was a bad call. This was a good call. And he's like, the way to steal that time because you still want the game to go two and a half hours is you steal that time in the in the nine dead minutes that there is in a period, which is called the TV timeouts. So there's always three TV timeouts per period. Those are three minutes long. You steal those times there to click to, to get the calls right. So if you do got to go in there and sit sit down and review something, you steal that time. So when you have so the flow of the game still stays the same. So when say if they're reviewing something for a minute to two, sometimes we do see reviews go on for ten minutes or plays like the skirmish that happened with Toronto and and uh, the Toronto and Tampa Bay. That was a nine minute delay in the game. So you know that like. It's 14 minutes at the start of the period. So mm-hmm. he breaks it down better. He's the one that has the idea. I always highly suggest anyone listening and you guys, when you get a chance, find that in the archives for Elliot's interview. I think I put it in the internal chat. I think what, what he did is he, 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 I would like to see it happen. Elliot, I talked to him about it, you know, just away from the pod. And he agrees that he would like to see it happen because at the end of the day, you get the call right. And there's consistency yeah, I think that's all everybody's asking yeah. for. Yeah, is this consistency? Because right? Drysaddle said after the game, the standard is changing, and I understand the standard is changing, and that and that's a bad thing when you do come out and you say what you say. Sheldon Key, John Cooper, Drysaddle, McDavid, Woodcroft. The last thing you want to do is when you come out and say something, to worry about the next game that you know it's a yeah. must win. Yeah, worry about am I getting jammed up because I said something because. They are, and the, one of the things that I loved what Rob Brendamore talked about is because he hated that the fact that these officials get kicked out of the league at a certain age. So then the new guys coming in aren't groomed and ready to take over. So you keep the better officials in longer. On top, you keep the better officials longer. There's the less wear and tear on the bodies because not all of them are on the ice. They're not getting. Hit I do. I ice. do remember seeing yeah. an, an excerpt of that yeah. comment in particular, and yeah, yeah I mean it, it makes sense. Yeah. Now, Vandy, what's your thoughts on the Leaf series? Well, as we, <laughs> you know, I've been. That's uh, why you're in a jolly good mood. No, it. Look, it they, wasn't last night when they're down three two. But you uh, said it right before I did when we were texting last night. Um, they don't win that game. Yeah, last year, the year before, the year before that, the year. Before. They don't win that game. No, man, they lose that game in overtime, or it doesn't even go. And I think that. Keith said that after Bosco said that too. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you you just you you lose that game outright. Um, it doesn't happen. Now, look at who scored the the game tying goal, the factor, right? Ryan O'Reilly. Again, going back to what Philly said, right? Yeah. That that I've been there. I've been here. Guys, don't worry. And I think he even commented about it, or or one of the um, analysts commented about it about you know, hey, let's just calm down. Yeah. There's no pressure, guys, like or whatever it is, yeah. you know. Just knowing that he's in the room, or or a player like that is in the room, and and you don't you don't have that feeling like you're you're going through this alone. But as a team, if that makes sense to anybody, but you know where you you know that okay, we're gonna be okay. It's three to two Mm -hmm. with two minutes left, five minutes, whatever it is. We're going to be okay. Just calm down, everybody, you know, blah, blah, blah. But because it's one thing for Keith and and the coaching staff to say it, but it's, it's, 
when you hear a peer that has been there and and done that and and knows what it takes and look Ekholm is has been incredible for the Oilers and is going to be incredible for the Oilers but he hasn't won yeah he hasn't won that you know been in that situation has he been to the playoffs yes has he been to the finals yes but you got to have that winning pedigree Duncan Keith you're you know, Kane, you don't think Kane's having a massive impact on the Rangers right now? 100% he is. Yeah, you're right. Like, man, it's just, you need that. And unfortunately, the Oilers don't have that. But look, at the end of the day, we're down 3-0 going into the second period. And here we go. Yeah. But no, it's... And that's that's that just got me thinking too. So like right now, what's happening in that locker room? Like, I'm just so curious what is happening in that locker room. Who's standing up and saying something? Who's speaking, right? Yeah. There's yeah, no, I know we were talking about the Leafs no and we're going back there. onto the Oilers, but yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just, just, it, watching it's this everywhere. Look at here. Just, hey, yeah. look at even Florida, man. Yeah. Like, Florida, I mean, maybe if you got a couple vets on that team, you got Eric Stahl, won a cup early. I, career, I get but, it. But, but is that the yeah, guy? No, okay. I I, I don't know bad example, but I, but I don't know if that's the right example though. Like, I know he's won. He's not the same. Like he's yeah, you're right. Not the same player he was when he won the cup. I'm saying, but but still, just him being around by osmosis. Yeah, Uh, Florida's that was a bad example because they're up against a goddamn juggernaut in Boston. But um, you know, I don't even know. I'm drawing a blank right now, but. I mean, you look at Dallas Sagan. Look at the game he had tonight. Yeah. Um, these guys that have been there, it makes a huge difference, right? Yeah, and so, he was a part of the Bruins early cup. Correct. Blue trade. Right? So you, yeah. so you touched so, on it there. Um, now the Kings, they only have you know Kopitar and Doughty, but two guys that are going straight, <laughs> straight to <laughs> the hall. Hall of Fame hall. players. Exactly. They're going straight to the <laughs> hall. It's not like on a long list. And I always and I always ask this question with the insiders and the analysts. And they always go tell find me a team that has besides the team that just won. If you eliminate the team that just won, find me the team that has you know so many veterans on it. They would love that. They just they're just they don't grow on trees, right? So yeah. it's like that's why I look at like say if Calgary got in, how many of those guys have won a cup, right? So and and especially the way they were going this year with the one goal games, you win some of those one goal games or those overtime losses to go the other way. They might be doing something in the playoffs. They might not. I don't know. They obviously didn't make it, but I just look at this team and Phil, you want to touch on this more because you touched on it earlier today and a couple of times with me before, but can you really dive a little bit more deeper into the, the, the psyche, the thought process with having like a Duncan Keith and, you know, some of these other guys in this room that this team doesn't have right now. Um, you know, can you go a little elaborate a little bit more than what you were doing with me earlier today before we did the recording? Just, just what I was just like saying earlier, like there's like nobody to like calm these guys down and like uh, get get a hold of a kid and be like, hey, you know what? The way you're acting towards the referee, like that's going to get you a penalty. It's going to put us into trouble, right? Yeah. So just, just, and like, and that's the first person I thought of, like to even like today thinking about the Oilers, like how much are they missing a Duncan Keith? And like you know, even to like a lesser extent, like even like Mike Smith, like a guy like that, that guy like because I guarantee you, Mike Smith wasn't shy to speak in the locker no, room. And and his, I know he didn't win a cup, but Mike Smith was probably one of the best goaltenders 
in the history of the game in in our era that ne- that was so great in the playoffs but never won. Like his playoff numbers are yeah off the charts, like off the charts. You know, like he never got blown out in in any. Like I know in some of the series that he's a part of the, that he got swept, he was the last guy that was a problem, the problem in that, like he literally stood on his head in that jet series. And yeah. even in that Colorado series, he was really good too, you know? So there's a few of those games went to overtime too, but I don't and know. I think he got, like, I think he got very like overshadowed by, yeah. by Leon and Connor in that Calgary series last year too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, he had the first bad game. He got pulled after that. He stood on his head. No one really ever yeah. talked about that. Right. Koskinen came in and, he never uh, relinquished the net after that. Obviously, he won four straight. So, uh, you know, and then in that series. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. And so, what, Bandy, your thoughts on this? Drew Doughty said this after game three to Scott Oak that he's like, he's like, yes, everyone's talking about the Oilers, the high-flying Oilers, the high-powered Oilers. But what about the LA Kings? He's like, we haven't played our best game yet. Ryan Whitney just called it out on Twitter saying this is the best best game the LA Kings has played in quite some time, and especially in this series. Can you talk a little bit more about that and those comments? And, you know, there is 40 minutes left. There's a lot of hockey left. But, you know, dive, can, if you can, dive a little bit more deeper into that. Quiet confidence. Yeah. It's it's a scary – I mean, it's like the quiet kid that gets picked on at school kind of scenario, right? And then all of a sudden he blows a gasket and beats the shit out of the, the tough guy. It, it, it They're, you know – he came out and he 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 threw the first jab when he said we're gonna smack him, and yeah, everybody yeah. in Edmonton's going, "Oh my God, can he say that?" Well, yeah, that's the mentality in their room, and that's why you know you go back to what Philly was saying. What's going on in that locker room right now? Yeah, like what we got to smack back somehow, some ways, you know, grab somebody. Fiala's having a whale, so I mean it, it's it's that, but that's that veteran leadership whether Dowdy was healthy last year Copa, whether they were healthy and they you know they don't forget there's a lot of history amongst these two clubs correct the first thing being the coach yes the biggest i mean he, he grew up with these kids and i you know yeah. as when they were kids he knows their tendencies you know what's the number one thing you want you're as a coach you're looking for players tendencies yeah who knows better than the top two players in the world than todd mcclellan dave tippett these guys yeah. they know what how how these players tick yeah that you tell me that mcclellan was here for two or three years and he didn't get into the psyche of 97 and 29 100 yeah and you're a coach you know it so yeah i mean yeah. you see it i you know i i've coached good really good players and I've coached against good players, and I know I I would know how to get into the psyche of of each of these kids. And Todd McClellan's no different. Not comparing myself to Todd no, McClellan, no, so but, he's up yeah. on Twitter when you come out. Fucking, but <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying, like he knows. Hey, Dino, Dry Settle hates it when you whack the back of his legs. Okay, yeah. I mean. Yeah. But it's it's that that confidence, that swagger that they have, and Doughty has it. There's probably no bigger villain in Western part of the NHL than Drew Doughty. Yeah, and and then you add Kopitar, who's that quiet, you know, strong, just 
powerhouse Steady. leader. Yeah. And I'm stroking them off now because they're up three nothing. But <laughs> there's a lot of hockey left. I would. Not I know there is. Yeah. I mean, we've got yeah. two of the best. We got two of the best players in the world, and we're three shots. The, the two best. Yeah, the two best, yeah. and we're two really, three like, shots away from tying this game. So, and regardless of whatever fan base, but but it's a quiet confidence. It's that they're in that room going, "Hey, we're not." It's zero zero. Back to the novice days when you're up ten nothing after the first period. Zero zero, boys. Yeah. Tie game. Start they're, picking they're, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and it's funny you say quiet confidence because I like just looking at Oilers fans and the Oilers. It's like they were almost like a loud confidence, right? Like the opposite. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Vandy, your thoughts on the Jet series versus the Golden Knights? Oh, what you saw? That's a big boy series, boy. Yeah. Well, like, oh, you love that one a lot. So, oh, I, I, well, I, I watched. That was the first game I watched yesterday, and it was. Whew, I mean, I've seen highlights, but wow, like they're they're big boys playing a big boy game. Um, it ain't over. It's yeah. it's gonna be fun watching that come down to the end. Yeah, you know how uh, Morrissey. I mean, Jets losing Morrissey's huge. And Ehlers not playing. That's those two big ads, one up front, yeah. one on the back end. And you're seeing how much these injuries are impacting teams going forward. Phil, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, what's your thoughts, Phil? It's it's that ad- adversity, right, coming in now. So we'll see how they they respond. But I just like, isn't this just like why hockey's like the best game in the world? Because oh, yeah. you never know who's gonna win. <laughs> I, I was like, just yeah. saying. When you think about this... like the NBA, you know who's gonna win the NBA championship every year. Yeah. Yeah, Even like yeah. the NFL, you pretty much know who's gonna be there at the end. Well, it's scripted. But in hockey, anyone, anyone can win, and anything yeah. can happen every, any night. Um, but with uh, with Winnipeg and Vegas, like I honestly, I have no clue. I have no clue who's gonna come out on top tomorrow night and who's going to come on top in the, in, in the series. Like I have no clue. And that's such an awesome thing. That's why it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a fun, uh, fun, fun ride for sure. Um, is there any other series Vandy that kind of stick out to you that you've, uh, you know, been super interested in and, and uh, you know, obviously the, the, the stars tied up two two now um, going back there, they get the home ice. It's now a best of three. You know, we're seeing what the Carolina Hurricanes can do on the opposite end of losing players and still finding ways to win. No, I mean, I think they're all pretty much shaping into what we thought it would be. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think Colorado yesterday, um, you know, bursted a, a, a bubble in, in Seattle and, you know, Colorado showed that why they're the defending cup champions um but no i i i to me uh, i'm probably more focused on the west right now but i think the when i look at the east and the scores they're all pretty everything's shaping up to where what we thought it would be i i did you know everybody knew that the devils are young they're getting a taste you know getting their feet wet just the tip so to speak but um i picked florida hey I picked Florida to win that series. Yeah, over Boston. Developing, I did. Yeah, I picked them in seven. Developing story here: Jack Campbell starting the second period for the Edmonton Oilers as we record this. Oh, that's a uh, shocker. So, um, but Phil, your, your answer to uh, your answer to the question I just posed to Vandy: 
Uh, yeah, you know, I think last night, a uh, huge win for the Devils. Uh, you know, to go down 3-0 to Shesterkin and the Rangers, I think that would have been uh, probably it for them. So huge overtime win uh, for them. Um, I, I say it was kind of funny. I was texting a buddy during the Colorado Seattle game, and it's like, how, do you, like, I I bet you like those Colorado Avalanche are just like thinking like to the Seattle crack and like just go away and like leave me alone, like because yeah. they just pick and pick and they just go and go and, um, yeah, they don't go away, right? They're a team that doesn't go away. And that's kind of been their their whole season, right? Everybody thought, yeah, they're gonna fall off in the second half of the season, but they didn't. They got in there, and again, I think they should be proud of what they've already done in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's still not over because that team just fights and fights and fights. Um, you know, uh, can you, Vandy? Can you dive into kind of the evolution of what we're seeing in the game with? Uh, You've involved with it on the minor hockey, but you're starting to see a lot of the Kale McCarr types, uh, you know, might not just be that guy, but in the game of seeing and what McCarr was able to do and how that is such a, a trend, a trend in, you know, minor hockey with defensemen and, you know, what kind of things that he's the, that he does well, that maybe you teach some of your kids or can show highlights or clips of your, the kids that you have on your team and, and other teams around. Well, he is, He's much, much what must watch TV for kids that are defensemen. Um, I mean, I've I've got a kid on both my older boy and my younger boys team where their favorite player is Kale McCarr. And what's he been in the league? Three years? Yeah. Two, four years or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're looking at, and, and, you know, watch, I've watched some of Brody and, and Rupp's kids games and there's kids at that level that are ripping pucks like him in a way. Yeah. Well, not only that, but just the footwork in general is, is what it is, right. It's, it's the patience, the footwork and, and combining it all into one, um, trying different stuff. And, and look at the end of the day, that to me at, a, at the minor level, that comes down to coaching. Um, allowing these kids to to maybe try a risky play at the five at the blue line, right? Yeah. Whereas you know, and I still preach it. I still coach it. Five foot rule, get it in, get it out, that kind of thing. But if if you can, you know, and what I tell my defense is us the us forwards, and I say because I was a forward, I said forwards aren't that smart. So if you can give them a little shimmy, they're gonna bite on it all the time. Yeah. So make that move, but got to remember there are some forwards that are smart and very active with their stick and all it takes is a poke away and they'll get a breakaway. So you got to be able to get back on your horse and whatever. But at the end of the day, that that position is, is, is changing and evolving um, ever so slightly. But then you, you know, you, you look at it, you know, you look at it almost like a, a three one one, whereas then you go, you know, there's still different positionings and you look at the LA Kings are doing a one, one, two, two, or a one, three, one kind of situation. But if you can get that kid that can do that and, you know, credit to the coaches that are allowing that to happen. And that, that that's where the kids get confidence. Now, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I know that he's from Calgary, uh, Clay, I mean, uh, Phil, and, and you like uh, McCarr a lot. Is there something about his game that, you know, you maybe show your kids and, you know, something you want to elaborate more on kind of what Vandy was saying there um, before we uh, close out? I'm just glad when my kids stay on their skates for a couple of shifts in a row. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's absolutely like, and my kids will like pick players to just watch highlights of like, they'll, they'll jump on YouTube and they'll like pick players and yeah, absolutely. They'll go to Kale McCarr and it's so much fun to like see a defenseman who can make moves like that and, he's like so offensive it's like do you guys like remember like when we all thought like eric carlson was so so offensive and obviously he is he got a, yeah he like it's led a different way right this year yeah, yeah but it, it's true it's it's in a different way and it's like kale mccarr like does things that like you've never seen before mm-hmm. and it's 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 a lot of fun to watch and even like my kids at at seven and nine years old they like love it they like love to watch it and it, it puts a smile on their face and they get excited when they watch them play. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's if, if my kids could take anything away from Kale McCarr, you're going to say, yeah, probably take it and run with it. Right. So yeah, for sure. Here's the thing. All these kids, whether forward, whether defense are going to the pretty much they the, the, the top end kids, right. They're going to the same school, like the same coaches the same development Teams. guys and yeah. and they're you know it's just whoever takes it to the next level and practices it outside of of the realm of of a structured base right if they're going to the outdoor rink and they're trying these 10 and twos and all that shit but yeah at the yeah. end of the day they're you know it's some kids kids are developing at a rapid rapid pace yeah <laughs> so all right. Uh, looks like we're going to close that out. I don't know. Are we coming back to do a recap of this game or are we, this is it. What do you guys figure? Um, this will be a late one for that if we're going to do that, but it's up to you guys. Uh, well, it's going to go to overtime. So probably not. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. No worries. <laughs> we tomorrow. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Whenever I'm good. Yeah. I, I've got a. So what's, what's last, last thought then Vandy. What's the, what's the, what's the game plan if they go, go down three, one here. Well, they're on the power play. So, uh, Oh, if they go down three, one, I need three, I mean, one in the series. Got to yeah. chip away. I mean, it's the old cliche. It's one Boy. game at a time. Look at the end of the day. In order to win a series, you got to win one on the road, or you, you got to win two on the road. Now, now you're gonna have to win. You know, you're gonna have to win one on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to win at home, obviously, to extend it. But you'll have to yeah. go back to LA and and find. I got confused win, but... there for a minute. No. No. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna have to. Win I'm, one I'm on only, the I'm only saying this hypothetical because we are not recording after this game. But yeah, you know, if 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 you win, you're you're still looking pretty good coming home, two tied two, two two in the series. Yeah, but if you lose, like that's you got to score. Feel on like the Kings play. are gonna you don't be... score on this power play. Yeah. Game's over. Go to bed. Yeah, and then obviously you're gonna load up dry settle McDavid for the rest of this game. You know, you got eleven. Well, they did. Though. They did that to start the game. They did. That's yeah. The, hey, yeah. listen. I, I know we all want to go watch the game, but or, but I mean the question needs to be asked. But what's the definition of insanity? Right? Yeah. 
the Calgary the Flames over and over, well, doing the same thing over and over and over. Oh, bomb. We got a goal. Three one. Yep. The Bush bomb. Hey, you needed you needed that now. Yeah. But look, you got to lock shit down. At the end of the day, Woody, you got you got to change the way you play. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. okay. All right, we'll be back uh, to recap this episode in the in the next day or two. So uh, to preview the next game, but uh, yeah, any final thoughts you guys want to add before we jump out? Good. Okay. No, I'm good. In, in, enjoy the enjoy the rest of the game. All right, let's chat soon. <laughs>